Welcome to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual has begun. We are ready to appease the old gods one minute at a time. I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. Hello, and I'm Molly Balin of LittleRedMark.com. And in today's episode, we are covering Minute 82 of The Cabin in the Woods. And in this minute, we bid a very sad adieu to Sitterson. And Dana and Marty view an artistic rendering of themselves in blood and stone. Yes. Sitterson's the last of our crew here. Yeah. You know how sometimes rich folks will come into like hospitals and they'll donate a bunch of money and you get a wing named after you or something. I mean, I don't know if there's some type of like Freemasonry affluent individual who donated some money to the control room. And it's like (laughs) the Bob Bilbo Baggins is, (laughs) I don't know. Bobo Bilbo is control room. Yeah. Bob Bob Bilbo. Bob the Builders Bilbo Baggins control room. (laughs) commemorative damn damn there we go Heidi for the win yes (laughs) so yeah Sitterson slumps we get a nice slump here it almost looks something there's something about his slump that almost seems religious in nature like Jesus Mm. or you know Jesus slumped on the cross or something I don't know there's just something biblical about seeing him slumped there with his hand on the trowel yeah I didn't get a Jesus vibe but I can totally see how the lighting of this Mm -hmm. is very interesting to me because and and it's kind of I'm curious about what your feeling is on it but there's a lot of darkness around him when we initially see him slumped over and it's it's kind of a shot that's you know maybe waist up and it's just kind of this muted lighting. So you get the, I don't know, even his shirt looks a little dirty to mm-hmm. me. So yeah, I mean, he's holding this, you know, hugely long trowel that's sticking out of him. And yeah, there's this almost, I don't know, there's a peacefulness to him too that's kind of interesting that I can see as being interpreted as is a little bit martyrdom here. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the martyrdom vibe. And I think it's when it's actually when um, Marty says, Dana, come on. And Dana staring mm. at Sitterson and then they walk away that mm-hmm. when they leave him and we get a, him in the background, that's where I really felt like it was, yeah, something, something iconic about his, the way he's lit there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're drawing a connection between that initial shot of him and then Dana and Marty exiting, I really thought this was a very interesting shot because it felt like more like a law and order cinematography mm. shot setup to me. Like someone's been murdered right. versus we've seen so much death and especially in the mean in the minutes preceding this that are so classically horror where it's this over the top you know blood explosion and i'm thinking of hadley and the merman here but this is such a different view like it's intimate it's tragic yeah it's not this comic horror punishment sensibility it's it's somebody was murdered and it's and it's just lit that way to me too and the positioning is there's a sadness in it so it's a very different i find it to be very interesting that this is a different characterization of 
a violent death than we've really seen in this movie. We've we've really seen these different slices philosophically. And I feel like in, in just a simple 30 seconds or so in this minute, you have this whole other philosophical viewpoint. Yeah, I think that's a really good a good point to point out. And the, to me, the way it's compounded also is that we are in an, a new space again. We're not in the white set. Mm-hmm. We're not upstairs. We're in this almost labyrinth-like stone-walled place that looks like it could have been around mm. since the olden times whatever olden times you know ancient one olden times or there's something so i think primitive isn't quite the right word but just yeah there's an older feel the the peanut on the walls the floor looks like a dirt floor mm, yeah yeah you're really getting that temple vibe where i think maybe you know minute 81 we were getting a subterranean vibe i feel like in the start of this minute we're getting a lot more of that temple rock dirt floor you know if there's history buffs out there if where there was a actually show on on history channel somewhat recently where they were going and trying to track the knights templar down so they have all of these underground networks in acra hidden stone vaults under cities you know that there's there's this ancient old left behind sensibility to this yeah and i think it's it's echoed in his slump like he looks left behind because his arm is his arm is sort of you know reaching out almost wow and then there's that blood that's sort of right in the middle in his belly and i don't it's it's something quite beautiful about Mm. it in the way it's lit lit from above just lightly so Mm mm-hmm Wow, that's a really good point. That sense of being, no, that's a really beautiful point you just made about him looking like he's been left behind. And in an image that's so powerful because he has literally been left behind, but he's also philosophically been left behind. His last words were kill him. Like his last martyred words, not to save himself or sadness over the loss of his good friend and coworker or other coworkers. It's it's the mission. So yeah, with his dying breath here, this is where he ends. And so his whole way of life has ended here too. So there's like a real death, a death of of humanity to be heavy handed about it. So I think you made a really very, very poignant point. And then Marty says, Dana, come on. And then what he says next is Dana offers her the gun and says, here, it's easier with this. And that's, that's going to be a, that that choice is going to have some, Mm. some repercussions pretty soon. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was incredible. That's an incredible line. That's an incredible line. And not to get, because, you know, we want to keep this, (laughs) want to keep it fun and light. But we're also recording in the context of a very interesting conversation in this country about guns. And so I feel like there's a there's a tinge of that tone that's in this for me. But in context to this movie, I find it very interesting that part of what we've been seeing with the control room is, is quite a bit of distance in what they're doing, because they're killing these young people, and they're far away from it. And a gun is by nature, a machine that causes harm, damage, death from a distance. 
And it's there because it's efficient and it's easy. And it's interesting that in the course of all of this, it comes out of Marty's mouth to say, here, this this intimate moment that you just shared with this person, the intimate killing with a knife, here, take the gun. It's going to be easier to kill from here on out. Use this. Everything is enwrapped in this point for the whole movie out of Marty's mouth. And I find that to be very interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's, again, uh, we haven't really mentioned this in a while, but that when you take a movie down to minute by minute, you get these little surprises. And I think this was one of the surprises that mm. really hit me. And, and yeah, it was is kind of an emotional and absolutely it is it is easier with this. It's easier to make that decision when you're you're scared and when you've got something that you can stand behind and mm-hmm. keep your yourself at an arm's length. So yeah. Yeah. I mean when we talk about just making connections to movies, I think about because I'm a big, mm-hmm. big Batman fan. <laughs> and I think about that dialogue that Heath Ledger's Joker has in Dark Knight. And he says it somewhat provocatively, but um, if you guys recall, when he's in the MCU, he's in jail and he's trying to provoke the uh, detective that he's in with. And But he's talking about, do you know why I use a knife? It's to savor all these little moments. It's to see people and, and know them at their very end. And so the Joker's commentary is is about the intimacy of using a knife. Yeah, as a killing weapon. And I think of that scene in conjunction with this again, with with this particular killing with a knife, although, you know, and, and it's can be somewhat debated, but I believe it's somewhat accidental that it happened. But the the impact that she has of of that intimacy of of, of killing Sitterson and and here, you know, we're gonna less impact psychologically, take the gun is 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 interesting to me. So yeah, I think you're right. This is a, a a really, in such a short amount of time, a really deep and and kind of profound surprise at this juncture. Right. We you know? think about, or I think most of us, I can speak for myself, I guess, about the end of this movie. You know where we're at here towards the end, the final, the final act is that it's all crazy and it's mm-hmm. oh my god, all these monsters, and then <laughs> this big decisions made at the end and. And but yeah, this is a little a little moment that's just has a bit of a different tone. So glad we were able to sit with it together mm-hmm. and kind of ruminate over it, and uh, and then just yeah, just observe what's different here as as the minute rolls along that they then and then they start making their way down into this this chamber, and yeah, this has sort of a medieval or something mm-hmm. else. I don't know. I don't know history wise what this kind of connects to, but everything's they're they're going into the chamber and and we finish off this minute with them seeing each one of those reliefs around them in the chamber. They're kind of uh, the the cameras doing the cool thing where it's sort of turning around the room a bit so you're you're sort of as if you're a third person in there and then it just mm-hmm. starts to lift up. So that then you're um, more of a fly on the wall of what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious, and, and we're going to see that there's going to be another party who accesses this space in, in just a minute, but I'm kind of curious if anyone can kind of come down here. 
because it's hard for us to to tell, or at least for me, it's hard to tell how one accesses this space because these guys dropped into it and Sitterson dropped into it, so to speak. So I don't know to what degree this area is guarded or if you're on your lunch break, you can just take your sandwich down here and hang right. out. Right. Yeah, because the way they entered was through breaking through a wall that was broken through. So it was a it was a um, unexpected, you know, mm-hmm. not a usual access point. And then Sitterson, the way he got into it was mm-hmm. through an official channel it was through like a trap door but you had to have a a certain code to be able to get into that door so i would i would think that because you had to have a code that not everybody would have that code it's like upper management yeah. basically can can come down there and hang out have a smoke <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there's lighting down there so somebody's sure. got to replace the bulbs you know you have to send facilities down there on occasion to to clean up. But uh, yeah, I mean, going back to your comment about cinematography here, and about them entering and and doing that kind of cool, like, you see it in Avengers, Mm -hmm. you see it quite a bit. I mean, I always think about it, like a Michael Bay cinematography move, where you've got the camera that's moving in a circular fashion around the character. So you're getting this dizzying, epic effect, and then going up overhead and this will continue into next minute, but I I like this shot because it makes them seem very small, and I feel like it mirrors what's actually under right, them. Right, because when it's the Avengers one, first of all, everybody in the Avengers is in their power stance, and then it usually is going below mm-hmm. them so that you're seeing them as might you know the mighty people that they are or you know super superheroes Mm -hmm. that they are and this it because it it swirls upwards and because dana and marty they're not in a superhero stance they're in a taking it all in arms down by their sides sort of stance so yeah it really has a different vibe to it but Mm -hmm. i see what you're saying the connection there yeah you're right it's it's a very different versus somebody who is being getting ready to battle to do some type of battle you know these guys are coming up on a revelation really deep revelation it's dizzying it's a dizzying revelation so i feel like that that's an an effective use of the camera in this moment right yeah this room is starting to look pretty big as as we pull Mm -hmm. back we'll we'll see a little bit more of it when we get into our next minute yeah is there anything else about this minute you wanted to talk about no, no, I think that uh, rounds it out for me. How about you? Yeah, I think I covered pretty much everything. So shall we wrap it up today? Indeed. Cool. Well, it's Monday. Molly and I are back together here for this week. Just the two of us. Yeah, I, I appreciate everybody coming along for the ride. We've gotten some wonderful feedback from folks through, uh, you know, Twitter and Instagram and our Facebook group. And it's been really nice to, uh, you know, gain a, a group of listeners and people who are interacting with us and, and enjoying this along with us. And and so I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody for that. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's been really, really great. I feel like we're, we're making, making friends, you know, making pod pals. <laughs> Yay. No, that's been really, I mean, it wasn't something I kind of expected going in but there's just this strong community of movies by minute podcasts which 
are they're just wonderful folks. So that's on a personal level of production, really awesome to connect with people and be like, oh my God, you're a nerd too. <laughs> Fantastic. You're in, you know, just production information and just getting to know people. And it's just been such a, a really like lovely byproduct of the whole process. And they're putting out really entertaining, good work and very enjoyable stuff. Absolutely. So. All of the above. Yeah, maybe um, maybe next episode we can kind of highlight some of some of the stuff we've been listening to. I've definitely been listening to kind of getting um, getting up on some new movies by minutes podcasts. So maybe we can shout out a few people mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Yeah. But yeah, and um, if you're interested in seeing who's out there, uh, other movies by minutes folks, you can check out moviesbyminutes.com. That's movies by minutes dot com and we can put a, a link to that in our show notes so it's easy to click over and and see who else is out there and uh yeah i think that's i think that's all i want to highlight today cool well thank you guys for showing up on this monday and we will see you back at the cabin 